Hello, hello, and welcome to Speaking About Speaking with me, Jackie Goddard, flying solo. Uh, it's always a little bit scary coming on on my own. It's so much easier to have somebody else to talk to because I don't know who's out there. There might, nobody, might be nobody out there watching me today, but I'm really, really happy to be here. It's been a while as well. So for those of you that don't know me or are watching live or are watching on the replay, I'm Jackie Goddard. I'm founder of Power to Speak. I'm a, uh, what am I? I'm, a, I'm a, a former fashion designer and a recovering actor and now turned speaker coach. So I've been coaching speakers and uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, authors, anybody that has a message that they need to share with their audience, be it their customers, their clients, on a stage, in a Zoom call, in a networking space, or in a boardroom. I'm here to get them excited about actually speaking in public. Because according to the Mental Health Institute, 73% of people are more afraid of speaking in public than they are of dying. And that really is quite disturbing. So I love to use my acting training to get people excited and comfortable and happy to actually stand up in front of people and speak. And the way that I do that using the acting training, which comes down to the breathing, to the motivation, to character building, uh, authenticity, honesty, and all of those lovely things, improvisation, all those things that you get to play with as an adult. But actually what it comes down to is finding your story. What makes you tick? What makes you motivated to do what you do? What is it that's in your heart and in your passion uh, that makes you stand up and speak and be that person that other people want to listen to you? And basically that comes down to your story. So that's what I love to do is to discover what those stories are and bring them out so that people feel comfortable and confident in who they are and what it is that they're talking about and actually who it is that they're talking to and why they should care. So that's what I'm all about. I am obviously a podcast host too. So this live uh, is something that's going out weekly in, in blocks of sort of six or four and then there's a three-week break and then we do them again and generally I have uh, another speaker or speaker coach with me and we discuss all things speaking but today it is just me flying solo uh, so I'm going to check the comments I think uh, there were oh hello yellow tuxedo hi guys fabulous to have you here hey got you on in the background love a solo sesh Fabulous. Good. Great to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm going to start, I think, with I do have some some questions here that I have been frequently asked and I will answer those later. But if you have any questions that you would like to ask me or find out to find out more about speaking or how you can build your confidence, get over your nerves, whatever it is that you, you need to do in your space to become a more confident public speaker or presenter, then please do put, post a comment uh, in, in there and ask that question. I'm very, very happy to answer it. Likewise, if you're watching the replay and you have a question you'd like to ask, then just go ahead, put a comment down below and just ask away. So what I'd like to concentrate on today, though, in the in the in the first sort of few minutes is what I like to call the three B's. So they are they are my tips on how you can uh, think about 
presenting yourself and what you really need to know in order to stand up confidently on a stage. And these three Bs are the first one, first B, believe. So this really is about believing what it is that you are saying. Because if you don't believe what you're saying, then your audience won't either. Now, I learned that early on, long, long time ago, before I even started acting, when I was I was uh, in, a, in a changing room with an actor that I was dressing for a production at the Royal Shakespeare Company. And I asked him, I said, how can you get on stage and do some quite embarrassing things that are obviously re- required of you for your part without getting embarrassed or laughing or sniggering um, and do that in front of an audience, whatever that might be? And he said to me, if you don't believe what you're saying, then your audience won't either. And that for me was was my penny drop moment. That made me think, oh, my goodness, I could actually be an actor. I can get on stage because I'm not there being Jackie playing a character. I'm there being being the character, whoever that might be. And it's the same when you step on a stage. You need to be honest. You need to be authentic. Because if you are being honest and authentic and you're being you, then you can't get caught out. So if you're feeling a bit on edge or you're not sure what it is that you're saying or you don't believe what you're saying, that's when you stumble and you kind of, you know, trip over words and forget what you're saying and go off on tangents because you are afraid of being judged or being caught out. So always, always, always be you. There is only one you. You are your unique selling point. So there may be hundreds, thousands of people doing what it is that you do as a job, but there's only one person that's been on the journey through life and had the experiences that you've had. So nobody else will do that job the way you do it. So be be happy and proud to be yourself and, and proud of the journey you've been on and bring that to your presentation. That's your personality. That's how you show up for your audience as you. So don't be afraid to be you. We get we get so bound up with the shoulds of who we other people think we should be or we think we are expected to be uh, in order to fit in, fit in with those around us. And actually, what your audience, your customers, your clients, whoever it is that you may be speaking to, what they will really appreciate is your honesty and your authenticity. So don't be afraid to show it. So that's the first B, believability. The second one, breathe. Now, we all breathe. We wouldn't be here if we didn't. But when we're breathing to stay alive, we use vegetative breath. So it's very much across the top of uh, our chest here. We only literally use the top part of our lungs. But when we breathe for performance and in order to support our voice and really enable us to speak and project our voices, we need to use what's called belly breath. So those of you that know me out there, and I know uh, Alan and Emily from the Yellow Tuxedo will know this, but I'm going to show for everybody that doesn't know what belly breathing is or pyramid breath or uh, diaphragmatic breathing is. I'm going to give you a, a brief demonstration. So when you breathe for performance and to support your voice, you breathe right the way down here. So rather than your shoulders moving, You drop your shoulders and imagine rather than breathing up here, you're going to breathe right the way down into your stomach. So your stomach is going to, as you breathe in, 
your stomach will come out. And as you breathe back out again, the stomach comes back in. And in order to do that, you use a muscle called your diaphragm. Uh, so this diaphragm here, I'm just looking at, uh, I do this most evenings now, fabulous. Well, that's good to know because if you do this regularly, this breathing exercise, you will really work out all of those muscles you use to breathe because they are all muscles. The diaphragm, that muscle that sits here at the bottom of your ribs, the ribs, um, the intercostal muscles, which sit in between the ribs, they're muscles too, and they help the ribcage move out as the, as the diaphragm flattens as you breathe in. And then your ribcage comes out and you have all of this space so that your lungs can completely fill with air. And then as you breathe out, you'll feel your abdominal muscles down here con really contracting to push the last of the air up through your trachea and over your vocal cords, which are also muscles. So the more you do this, the more practice you get, the better those muscles will be. And the more workout you give them, the better and easier it will be to do this. So this is the exercise. You're going to put your middle fingers together and you're going to rest them just below your belly button. So you're just you can feel your belly underneath your hands. And as you breathe in, if you're breathing into the correct space, you'll feel those fingers slightly move apart as your stomach expands. So Try that for me. Breathe in. See the muscles move and um, the hands move apart and then breathe back out again. There you go. And those fingers come back together. Now you kind of imagine that you are blowing up a balloon in your stomach. So as you breathe in, your stomach expands. So try it one more time. And then breathe back out. Feel those abdominals pushing the last of the air out and your fingers come back together. Now take your time with that. So take a nice deep breath in and then back out again, and then continue doing that and just practice breathing right the way down here into your stomach. And when you've, when you've practiced that, you can then add in a, a sound, which, which is just an R. So rather than um, throwing your voice or shouting, which is all, if you shout, you'll find that this is why you damage your throat is because you're not using the breath from down here and you are straining your vocal cords, your muscles there. So if you breathe from down here, just drop open your mouth and just let an R sound out. So you go, breathing in and on the out breath, just an ah, and keep going and keep going until your fingers come back together and you run out of breath. And then you will naturally feel that you're, you will naturally take in as much air as you need that will fill your stomach again and fill up your lungs to their hugest, biggest capacity. So that is how you breathe for performance. And that is how you exercise and work out all of those breathing muscles. So make sure you do that quite regularly. And you'll find that if you add that sound in, that you'll be able to count how long you can keep that sound going for. And the more you practice, the longer you will be able to use that, keep that out breath going. So that's a, that's a good one to practice as regularly as you can. Now, the other breathing exercise and breathing um, technique that you will need really is for nerves and, and breathing for anxiety is a really, really good way to 
calm those nerves before you step on a stage or get in front of an audience that you're feeling a little bit um, nervous about. Now, you're never going to get rid of those nerves, so don't try because they show you care. So if you're feeling a little bit anxious, feeling a little bit nervous, you can feel the butterflies in your in your tummy, then just sit quietly somewhere for five, 10 minutes if you can if you can manage it before you go on stage or in front of that audience. Relax your shoulders down, nice and loose. And then just close your eyes and imagine you are lying on a beautiful beach. It's lovely and warm. You can feel the sand in between your fingers and in between your toes. And you can hear the sound of the waves coming up the beach, pausing before they go back out again. So in your head and in your imagination, you're lying on a beach. But I want you to use your breath So you, uh, in the, at the same time as the waves. So you breathe in for four, two, three, four. Hold for four. And then breathe out for four, two, three, four. Hold for four. And then breathe in for four. So you can see how you can imagine the rhythm of the waves coming in and out with your breath. And with that lovely visualization going on in your uh, in your head too, that will really bring all of those nerves. Uh, I heard somebody say, though, bring your butterflies into formation. So that will really uh, bring you back into focus, bring you into back into the room, really regulate your nervous system and give you a nice calming feeling. So you're not quite so nervous when you go on stage. But as I say, Embrace those nerves. They are your power and your excitement. You don't ever want to get rid of them, but just that breathing technique will really just, just calm you down. So that brings me on to the third B, number three. Be prepared. Dib, dib, dib. That's, Alan should know what that, is. I think it's one of those. So be prepared, number three. And this really is about the performance itself, making sure that you know your stuff, you know who your audience are, because after all, it's not about you, it's about them. They are there listening to you. And the reason they're listening to you is not because you are necessarily the, the best thing since sliced bread, but they're listening to you because you have something of benefit for them. Otherwise, why would they be there? There would be no point. So think about who it is that you're talking to and why they should listen. So make sure that your talk, your presentation gives them some value. So think about who they are. Do your research. Find out who it is that you're talking to, why they they are there and what it is in your talk that you can you can um, bring benefit to them and add value to their lives. What are the takeaways going to be for them? So think about them. And it was Nancy Duarte who did a fantastic TEDx talk um, called, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it's about uh, she, she measured speeches against each other. She overlaid speeches from Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech to the Steve Jobs uh, Apple speeches and found that there was a pattern of how, how they, they dipped 
and how the these fantastic speakers got their audience to really go along with them, made them laugh, made them cry, made them feel something with the storytelling and the way that the shape of the speech. But she says in her speech that it's, it, again, it's not about you, it's about the audience. You are the Yoda to their Luke Skywalker. So you are there as their mentor. So really work out what it is that you're saying that's going to be of value. Make sure that you practice. I mean, that's I know that sounds silly, but there's no point trying to wing it. If you wing it, that's when your confidence literally goes out of the window. That's when you are going to feel so nervous because you are not completely confident in what it is that you're saying. So practice. I always say memorize to improvise. Now, I'm not asking you to memorize a 2,000 word script. That's that's not what it's all about. But it's being so practiced and so familiar with what it is that you're talking about that you can, you know, go through it in your sleep. You know, you can you can almost recite it backwards, because what's really engaging and what makes the fantastic speakers fantastic is the fact that they know their stuff so well they are so well practiced well rehearsed that actually there's nothing that can throw them there's they, they can play with what it is that they're talking about they can play with the audience they are not distracted by anything because they know their stuff so well so that means not just memorizing it but knowing it so that it knowing it so that it becomes part of your your um your muscle, you know, it becomes part of you. And that's the joy of speaking then, because once you get to that point, you get really, really excited. And I remember that from my acting days when I had a script and I knew the character and I knew their backstory and I knew their motivation and what they were talking about and why they were doing it. And once I'd learned that, I couldn't wait to get on the stage because I knew I could play with it. I could enjoy it. And I knew the more I enjoyed it, the more the audience would, would enjoy it. And so that's that's what you owe your audience is to be prepared because if you go out there looking nervous, feeling feeling uh, like you're not practiced enough, like you're not confident, confident enough, then your audience will pick that up immediately. And that's how you are feeling is it will be mirrored by your audience. They will forgive you if you make a mistake, but they won't forgive you if you've not even tried. So really it's, it, you know, it's, it, don't do your audience a disservice by not being well rehearsed. So that kind of brings me on to the last point. Those are the three B's. So believe, breathe and be prepared. I mean, in, in being prepared, make sure that you actually do practice in front of a human being as well, because I think it's really, really important just to, again, get those nerves out, you know, to, to really, uh, rather than just doing your talk presentation to a, to a mirror or to the air or just reading it without even speaking it aloud, make sure you find it, preferably somebody that loves you or likes you a bit uh, and do, do your presentation to them so that you kind of get over that first hurdle and then they might be able to give you some, uh, some fabulously constructive criticism in a very loving way. So, so yeah, and the other the other thing that then to, to think about really is just visualizing it all going right. So really think about um, and see in your head that it, this is going to be a fantastic opportunity. 
for you to promote your business, for you to develop your personal brand, for you to market yourself effectively, for you to stand up and be heard. And so really enjoy it. And you can only do that if you are confident and prepared and have everything in place. Make sure that you um, that you are standing straight, that you are dressed beautifully, that anything that's going to give you uh, a confidence and make you happy and excited about stepping in front of your audience. So make sure everything is there in place for that. And enjoy. That's that's the biggest message of all is make sure that if you believe, breathe and be prepared, you will enjoy and be excited about getting it in front of your audience. So that's the three B's. Now, in the, in the comments I have, I've put, I don't know if you can see it in the comments, uh, if other people can see the other comments. Uh, there's a newsletter there where I put tips and techniques. And there's also a link there to the free ebook, which is basically these three B's. So please do and go and uh, download that. Uh, rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. What's this? I've got a question. There we go. LinkedIn user. Not sure who that is. It might be Christoph. It was Mo last time I was on. But rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Disrespectful to your audience if you are not prepared to do your best for them. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah. They're there to see you and to hear you. And, and it, you know, it really is in your best interest to do your best for them. And I was I had a, uh, a speaking about, about speaking guest, John Torrens, that's just gone out uh, on the audio. And we were discussing the fact that if you were on a plane and the pilot came over the tannoy and said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm feeling a bit nervous today. Um, or he sounded very nervous in his in his or her voice then the passengers would, you'd all panic as passengers, wouldn't you? So, so really, you, it's really down to you to lead your audience and show them that, that they're gonna, this, is, this is gonna be a great experience for them. So they're in the right place, they're in good hands. Uh, yes, it is Christoph. hello, hi Christoph. So I don't know if anybody out there has got any questions for me. We've got about sort of five minutes or so left, so I'm happy to, answer any other questions if not I will head to my trusty notes oh let me what's this one have you got any performances in your back catalogue that just didn't go to plan no <laughs> well yes yes okay I I I have I do remember one one um play that I was in and it was in a pub were we in a pub yes it was in a pub on the king's road and it was a very very small space and i was playing a particularly nasty character which are always the best and she was terrorizing this poor couple and and as i i had to jump over the the sofa and roll on top of this, the other actor who I was terrorizing and, and sort of wrestle him to the floor in a playful kind of way, but in a, in a, in a, it terrorized, it was meant to terrorize him. And as I'm doing this, making this sort of monologue and, and saying my lines, his mum, the actor's mum was actually in the audience. And she said, she said, get off my son or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was, um, 
it was very, very difficult not to react. And I didn't. And I just sort of carried on. Um, and yeah, it was it was quite funny, though. It was quite funny. Uh, what? What's this one? Oh, it's Christopher again. What's the opportunity of performing well as a speaker? What's the opportunity of uh, what's the opportunity of performing well as a speaker? Do you mean in terms of the opportunities that it gives you if you're speaking about your business? Is that what you mean? I would assume. Um, well, in all, it, it is. It is that kind of marketing yourself, isn't it? It really is um, part of your personal brand. If you, I generally find with the people that the guys that I'm working with, thank you for that, Crystal. Uh, yeah, I think the, the 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 people that I work with generally, it's all they're they're running that they've founded their business, they're working for themselves, they're or they're in a they're certainly having to get up and speak about something that they're very. Uh, close to and that they're quite passionate about so it really does help to put together a, a signature talk or a talk of some kind that really expresses why you're doing what you're doing because in that you are drawing the audience towards you and saying look this is what I'm passionate about this is why I love what I'm doing and this is why I want to do this for you. And it really, it really builds rapport and it builds connection and it builds trust with the people that you're talking to. If you believe what you are saying and you can put it across in that way, because lots of people have, have, uh, have stories and experiences in their own past that have kind of led them into the the field of work that they're in and the reason that they are passionate about what they're doing so once they can find those stories and relate those stories to an audience then it really does develop their personal brand and and gives it it gives them credibility in the space they're in it gives them you know uh, people will look to them as an expert as well so I think it's a really fantastic way of promoting yourself your business your personal brand and really building trust credibility and all of those things with your with your prospective clients and customers so that's and the opportunities there's so many opportunities out there now for people to speak you know to be a podcast guest to uh, step on a stage at a conference or to be you know to be in front of people to do lives like this you know this this kind of thing didn't particularly exist certainly not in my world before the pandemic uh, but now these opportunities are everywhere there's always space to 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 uh, to share your stories and your experience with an audience and you can you can bet that your your stories and experience will validate somebody else they will really resonate and make you relatable so yeah, incredibly important to to get on get on stages, to get on podcasts, to get yourself in front of your audience as much as you possibly can, and having a talk or having some um, some experience of of speaking is uh, is a really really good way of doing that. Brilliant. Thank you, Christoph. Thank you very much, uh, you guys at Yellow Tuxedo. It's been fabulous having you here. 
Uh, it is just coming up to the half past now. So please, if you are out there watching the replay, I will put the links to the newsletter and the free ebook uh, in the comments, and you can access those if you if you would like to. And let me just put up the Power to Speak website so you can contact me there if you've got any questions any further questions or anything else that you'd like to comment on or have a look about look at what it is that I do uh, find out a little bit more about me then go there and have a look and uh, check it out yeah and I'd love to hear from from anybody or or anybody that would like to find me on LinkedIn that's kind of where I hang out too so yeah anybody else out there would like to ask anything for the last minute couple of minutes it's funny I always think these half an hour are gonna are gonna drag if I'm on my own because I never think I've got enough to say but actually you can't bloody shut me up can you <laughs> fabulous being here thank you thank you very much it's lovely to have you here it's um it's always good to to have some people interacting I do like a bit of interaction so I'm going to sign off now uh, thank you for being here. Enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of your week. And if I am seeing you on Thursday for the Speaker Club, fabulous. Uh, Speaker Club in Southbourne in Dorset on Thursday evening. If not, I will see you here next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>